I'm Zach. I'm Roy, and this is Advice Hot Dog. Roy. You're still making the beeps. It's way past our bedtime. It is past our bedtime. And I'm fucking cranky. Yes, it's past our patience time. Yeah, it's it's been past my patience time. Man, Uh being in the city... Being in the city with a bunch of people. Yeah, with city the ambulances. Man, and fast pace. Fire the, alarms. The trains and mm-hmm. car horns going honk, yeah. honk, honk all the time. and Mobile pools. When when you hear a bird, it's not like a nice relaxing nature bird. It's like a bird that's learned to emulate the sound of a cell phone. Yeah, yeah, because it's lonely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bionic bird. Anyway. <clears throat> um, yeah. Yeah. How you been, Roy? I've been all right. We're back in the we're back in the same city at least. Yeah, that's it's, that's a it's thing. pretty great. Um, I drove in with my wife this morning from uh, Phoenix to so San to speak. Diego. Mm-hmm. Yeah, y- you mean my air quote wife? Mm-hmm. My wife that no, goes you, to another school. You drove it in. <laughs> Your wife from Niagara Falls. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah, so we came. We're in San Diego for Comic Con, which uh, will start for us tomorrow. For the podcasters, listeners uh, in the past. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Who knows when I'll upload this show? Oh, that well, it's it's all so it'll be in the past, right? It's a, so. it's a hectic lifestyle we've got yeah, here. It is. Jet setting, car setting. Mm-hmm. We we built some booths up today. Mm-hmm. We carried yeah. some things from a car into yeah. a giant room. Have and you I, ever been in a room bigger than the Comic Con room? I was this summer when I went to uh, Mexico to visit my family. Oh yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, my uncle is. Did you go to the warehouse where they keep, where they keep all the beans? <laughs> it's a big one. That place they keep all the tea in China. <laughs> uh, my uncle is building a new factory. Uh, that which I guess he's never done. He's always just bought factories. He makes mattresses. He's uh, a mattress king, so so to so to say. El rey de los mattresses. Uh huh. Visagman mattresses of español. Colchon. Okay. El, el rey de los colchones. Colchones. Uh, colchon. Colchon. Yeah. Okay. Colchon. Yeah. Colanchol. Um, so he's building this factory, and I have never been in a room that was as large as that room. And it was empty, and it was super awesome, and I wish I'd have had some kind of skateboard or at least some wheelies or a bicycle. <laughs> you wish you had had some wheelies yeah. to pop. In a sweet hot rod. No, no, the shoes that has have the little oh, wheels I, on them. I didn't them know that so those that were you called can, wheelies. Yeah, you can slide around on your heels and you know develop bad posture. We were born too late, Roy. I, uh, we yeah, didn't. We, we didn't get to have those when we were a kid. I remember when I was in college that a friend of mine who, uh, when these had first come out, she said, "Roy, there's these shoes. They're definitely for you." But at that time, they didn't exist in adult sizes. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it was sad. Were they, were they bright orange? Uh, no, she didn't give me a color. They were just like the the type of shoe, right? Um, yeah. So, yeah. how have you been? I'm pretty good. We've been we've been taking advantage of the San Diego nature of mm-hmm. the last couple of weeks. Uh, uh, how do you take advantage of the? Have you been raping nature somehow? I have hit my head on a tremendous number of uh, boats. <laughs> um, <laughs> boats. Yeah. So we went. Uh, we went and did a. You know, boats don't actually uh, exist in nature. <laughs> sure, they do. <clears throat> um, the you know the Viking longboats they discovered those. It was oh. like yeah, it was like a ship tree. Really? Where did they discover them on on the British Isles? So the thing about boats in nature is that they grow 
tall ways. They grow mm. up and down and not flat on the mm. ocean. So oh. what you have to do is you have to wait until down. well, no, you have to wait until a tree falls into the ocean. Uh, and then you've got a ready-made boat. How do you know if it's fallen into the ocean? It's not like you can hear it. Yeah. Uh, so we we toured uh, the the USS S Mid Midway, mm-hmm. a Mid Midway mm-hmm. uh, aircraft carrier. I'd been there before. We went last year also, but we wanted to, we wanted to go again. Is there it was a cafe cool. or some kind of restaurant? Mm-hmm. There is. Yeah. Oh, there's a there's a you can get churros. Can you get a mug? Uh, that says yeah. USSSSS Midway. Mid Midway. Mid yeah. Midway. Yeah, uh, they have a midwife. There's a really? there's a fully stocked. Uh, you, you can have your baby delivered. A fully stocked medieval hospital <laughs> on board the Midway. So they'll um, bleed you. If yeah, you want. they will. They will bleed you. There's a chirurgeon. Uh-huh. A barber. Um, mm-hmm. uh, no. So so yeah, we uh, went around walking around on the. So there's an audio tour uh, that they give you, and you can you can do do like you go to a room and there's a number and you type the number into this thing and it tells you things. And uh, one of the things that they talked about in the in the sick bay part of the ship was mm-hmm. they they kept having like guys who had served on board the midway. Like it was an active aircraft carrier from like the f- from like the forties until like two thousand one or no ninety one. Ninety one oh, is when they decommissioned okay. it. Um, and then I guess it sat and rusted for a long time, and then somebody, uh, I don't know, probably some guys with mustaches uh, and the big glasses, uh-huh. uh, yeah. d- uh, took it upon themselves to to restore it and turn mm-hmm. it into a floating some city air force museum. Man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the, all of the doctors talked about how mostly what they did was like stitch up cuts on people's heads from constantly banging their heads on the really on, on, beams on the and, stuff. and stuff. Yeah, because there were just a lot of there's a lot of like really. It's spaces that are small for no huh. reason and like yeah, yeah I, I would think an aircraft carrier would be like um in order to be on it it'd be like the rockets you would have to be a certain shortness mm-hmm. right so you wouldn't bang your head yeah i don't know maybe not i don't know if they they forbid dudes that are as tall as me from joining the navy but mm-hmm. man that would have been unpleasant um i have a question about the audio tour so it was a room where you heard the audio portion did you have to go to the rest of the ship and then go back to that same room every time in order to hear what you're looking at i know there were headphones oh yeah you'd go okay, you'd go to I something there'd be a number you'd have to remember the number run uh, back to the central yeah. mainframe yeah because this was built in the 40s right, right so the, exactly. the audio system was very old so they must have given you roller skates so that you could get front to and fro yeah and then you quickly. used a you used a hula hoop as mm-hmm. your ticket mm-hmm. um write messages on frisbees in a poodle skirt <laughs> frisbees from the that yeah. era. i don't they were, the, that's I when think they were was. still throwing pie tins around. Oh, right. Um, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think if there was anything else that happened. We didn't need a churro. Uh, oh, there, there were also these other things that were like, there were the yellow. Well, you actively, I'm sorry, you actively did not eat yeah, a churro? Yeah, no, I refrained okay. from eating a churro. We didn't have any. So this was, this was, a, this was not an interesting story at all, but it oh, was a thing that happened. Please tell it. It was a thing that happened that was kind of, so uh, my, my girlfriend was like, hey, I want to get a soda. Uh, can, I have, can I have three bucks to get a soda? And I was like, I don't have three bucks. So then I went to an ATM and got some cash, and then we, uh, the place that sold the soda closed while we were in the <laughs> gift shop. 
so it was just like, well, I can still get a soda out of the machine, but mm-hmm. all I had was 20s out of the ATM. Right. So like, oh, we got to buy something. So I bought her some like sweet goggles that were like for kids, like some child's costume. They're made out of candy. Aviator goggles. They're made out of, of plastic. Oh, okay. Uh, you meant sweet in a uh, figurative sense. So then finally we bought this thing at the gift shop and then, all right, so there's three $1 bills here because $3 for a bottle of soda from the vending machine. But then yeah. she went out to the vending machine and uh, somebody had put $3 in it and not gotten a soda. So she's got a free soda. So all of oh. all of that and didn't need to have done any of it. But so she did not, get a sweet pair of goggles out yeah, of the deal. And a sweet soda and a sweet deal. They had, uh, they had an, a, there was like a secondary audio tour track which had a picture on it that meant like it was a family thing. And it was like in one of the bathrooms, there was a bathroom. And it was just like a guy like, this is the bathroom, the part of the ship that certainly smells a lot like poop. <laughs> really? It wasn't really. It was. It was. Uh, oh, okay. But it was a little sillier than. Uh, than was the it like a hidden track that you had to play the the track backwards in order yeah, to hear you had this to, one? You had to rewind past the beginning of the uh, past the beginning of the thing about the sick bay to learn the, right. the poop stories. This is why they call it the poop deck. Mm-hmm. Um. No, but then the next day uh, we went to this. Uh, we went to this uh, maritime museum and had a merry time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to go in a couple submarines, which were even shorter. Really, uh, one of them was a Russian submarine, so there wasn't anything interesting to read. It was just all backwards R's uh-huh. and uh, weird C's. Yeah, like this Tetris sonar. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, what else is right? Uh, Mikhail Baryshnikov. Yeah, so he was um, dancing was a, in there. You no, know, there were just uh, he gives you the tour. There were signed eight by ten glossies of him in every crewman's bunk. <laughs> oh, I see. Um, the national treasure. Uh, there was also I, I I took some notes about the bullshittest museum i think i have ever seen so there was like a there was like some boats like some old school like you know like, this was still at the harbor yeah the, the mm-hmm. maritime museum is just a bunch of boats and you pay like 14 oh. bucks and then you get a stamp Got on it. your hand that lets you go on to all the boats mm-hmm. or you could just go on the fucking boats because they're not paying any attention at all like there's just some no one flo- checks your hand no it's yeah it's 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 silly okay uh, but you know you don't want to rip off the maritime museum no no they're, you want to good, support that they're good men with mustaches restoring boats there was a man in a mustache uh hanging out in the rigging uh doing some fancy knot work on the end of a rope that i think was decorative uh, uh-huh. there was another man uh standing on top of a submarine uh painting it with a roller really yeah he were saw... any of them smoking pipes no no oh, they should have been um, well, they don't want to light their mustache on fire. Uh, yeah, th- no, but that's why the pipe, right? So well, you don't... but long pipes are out of style. Oh, <laughs> so it's really true. dangerous to smoke Short a pipe, pipe nowadays with a mustache. Yeah, out of a marijuana pipe. So uh, one of the so it was just like boats or whatever. But then there was this one boat that was the boat that they used to film uh, that Russell Crowe movie, Master and Commander. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they had uh, they had like underneath the deck there was a uh, all this stuff that they had installed so that someone could steer the boat and be out of sight while they were filming it so Russell Crowe could pretend to steer the boat but they didn't have to worry about him like drunkenly <laughs> swerving the boat into some yacht uh, <laughs> yacht party years uh-huh. um, or you know just co-ed uh, yacht party yeah, crashing it crashing it into a frat house uh-huh. uh, hey guys what's up um, but on the on the lower deck of this of this boat they had a museum but it was the dumbest museum I've ever seen Kevin and I last year uh, went to went to uh, Switzerland and we went to the Swiss Museum and there was one room in the museum which was just the bullshit room. Uh, there was like some there were some Star Wars Legos 
in a display case, uh-huh. but it was all like old, you know, it was like, it was like a prequel trilogy shit. Like, and some, there was like a couple toy guns and stuff. And it was like, what the fuck is going on with this? Like, this is just the bullshit. I mean, Le- Lego isn't even Swiss. I know. Why? I know. And it was something about like, oh, this is a, about this is, this room is about war toys or whatever. But it's like, oh, right. We've decided there was going to be a war toys room, but none of us had any war toys. Let's just go to Target. <laughs> and buy some Legos. Yeah, I mean, whatever the Swiss version of Target is. Oh, isn't like, it Target? Yeah, I think that's the French version. Oh. I was trying to think if you could make another word out of Target by putting holes in some of the letters. <laughs> um, but you can I guess you can kind of turn a T Take into a it. P. You can par, pa, uh, pargup. Hmm. Yeah, that doesn't really work. No. Uh, so among the items on display in this boat, and I don't know if it was like, oh, we use this boat for Master and Commander, so now this is a, a movie? So there was... So it's uh, a museum dedicated to the fact that that boat was, that boat in, was in Master and Commander. There was a, uh, there was like a Jimmy Buffett cabinet. There was a television playing some Jimmy Buffett videos, and the cabinet had some Jimmy Buffett records in it. No explanation. Could you put them on yourself? No. Oh. It was a case. It was a sealed museum case. Oh, somebody somebody grabbed a Jimmy Buffett record and they said this belongs in a museum. <laughs> uh, there was a there was a case with a uh, w- with a, a replica of Wilson from Castaway. <laughs> there was just a volleyball with a face painted on it. How do you know it was a replica? It well because it wasn't even it was a it was a full it was a spalding volleyball it was a full volleyball it was a whole undestroyed volleyball oh okay yeah. there was a, a volleyball but just with the handprint with the handprint yeah, and the face on it didn't they put out a series of those uh, they might have i don't know that seems like it'd be a cool thing to play volleyball with yeah it would be because then if you cut your hand up nobody would even notice yeah that's true anyway so that was this bullshit nautical museum they went on a submarine and it was cool okay there was a tube uh, for chemicals, um, and the submarine. Yeah, when they were fleeing uh, an enemy ship, they would put chemicals in this tube, and it would create a bunch of hydrogen bubbles that would confuse the enemy ship's sonar. Really, I thought that was pretty interesting. That is kind of cool. It's like um, uh, submarine farts. We learned about uh, sails, the jib, uh huh, the forecastle. What? What do you put in the forecastle? Uh, well, the forecastle is uh, where you keep your swabs. There's a lot of chains, uh, a lot of ropes. Uh, you uh-huh. learn to tie knots uh-huh. as a sailor. I see. Um, you miss your. Did family. you meet a lot of seamen while you, while you were down there? No, no. Oh. I only I only had what I brought with me. <laughs> I see. Which was a considerable amount. I mean, sure. I, I've been. Uh, Did you leave it around? We're going on this hike, so I've been saving, <laughs> sure, saving, saving in, it up in, in Ziploc bags mm-hmm. that I line my clothing with. Mm-hmm. Keeps yeah. the heat in. Yeah, keeps you safe. Uh, did you have a date shake on your way from San Diego to Phoenix? I did yeah. uh, at the Dateland, mm-hmm. but you know that stop is kind of a bullshit stop now because uh, it's a Quiznos. Yeah, you get your date shakes at Quiznos. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is the world's most interesting Quiznos. Well, they're separate uh, from each other. The Quiznos wasn't even open; there was just the date place. But uh, it's not the same feeling. Like before, I never, I've only been since it since oh, it was taken over. No, by before it was a really cool diner and. One thing you could get there, you could get fries covered in gravy. Oh, yeah? And that was delicious. <laughs> and I really look forward to that. And then um, by the time that I got back there, it was a Quiznos. It's weird when you discover the existence of a tradition that 
only exists for a very limited subset of people. Like everybody who drives from Phoenix to San Diego gets a date, gets a date shake. It's a thing you do. You stop and you get a date shake because it's, you know, it's like a weird thing that you don't get anywhere else. It's really good too. Well, you know, I did discover that there is a date farm in Scottsdale, Mm -hmm. which also sells date shakes, but I've never had one there. Have you ever been there? No, I drove by it and I, I kept trying to figure out a way to make jokes about that. Like, you were going on a date with the Sphinx, like mm-hmm. the Sphinx would ask when you were going to pick her up, and if you answered incorrectly, she would kill you. Right. Instead of going and then on a you, date with you. Which but is that, sad for her, right? Because she wouldn't get to go on a date with you. Well, if you're cute, she asks you a simple question. Oh, so yeah. so it would be a trap. Yeah, you're for, saying. It's a, you know, it's a, it's a just another another line of defense that she has against all the people who ask her out. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, d- as you can she see, she's a hot commodity. As you can see, didn't really work out trying to come up with jokes about that. Oh, but just I thought you were going to tell me what, that you survived, and you're alive, and mm. no, I never. Asked you got her. her pregnant. I never asked her out. Yeah, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of babies running around with my ass and a lion's head. Yeah. Man, that's how it turns out. They if, can't. if a sphinx has sex with a human, they can't prove they're mine. <laughs> Um, yeah, mm-hmm. so you, you enjoyed your date shake. I did. It was pretty good. <clears throat> and um, the the I was gonna, the the flight was <laughs> didn't have any turbulence. It was fine. Uh, it was pretty fast. We we uh, you know as you notice came came a date a day later a date uh, later a date later because of those shakes. Um, but we packed up last night and drove out this morning and it was, it was good. I, I was really happy that we did that because normally I'm super exhausted after pa- uh, packing up the car. You put everything off until the last minute. You, you, you don't get your stuff done until That's not just past when all. it needs to be done. Uh, we, uh, I, I always get uncomfortable with this self-promotion that we do. We have to. We have to. Oh run well, our why we're here, right? You're yeah. you're here to uh, promote your thing, which is Kingdom of Loathing. No, I'm saying the. I, I don't know. I'm, uh, oh, I'm uncomfortable with self promotion. Let's do it. <laughs> no, no, that wasn't what I meant. Oh, okay. Uh, like you know, we today we set yeah, up. Don't promote that We thing. set up booths at a convention, and I I don't even remember, like. I got to make a at Comic Con. I got to make neat. a cool thing out of Legos that pretends to be a man fighting a tentacle monster. You know that. Although mm-hmm. I made that years ago. Now every year I get to fix it. Yeah, because it breaks a lot. It does. Because mm-hmm. I'm not very good with my hands. I I got to uh, set up our booth and realized that the furniture that I would made for it, uh, which I had used at the Phoenix Comic Con, was really crappy. <laughs> and I left it outside, so all the glue had just sort of pulled apart. So it's kind of held together with tape and uh, screws right now. What, uh, what kind of furniture did you make? Uh, it's that thing that uh, holds shirts. Oh, the display Like the cases. clothes hanger, yeah. Maybe you yeah. shouldn't keep your furniture outside. Uh, I don't know. We were discussing at dinner how I keep my filing cabinet outside, mm-hmm. and it often... Uh, Underneath the swamp cooler. It's like the Nile, so it, it floods periodically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We were... We were uh, somebody was making fun of me for not keeping my receipts, uh, even when I'm, you know, out... Uh, entertaining clients at a business dinner. Sure, yeah. Uh, and you I, should and I, be made fun of for even, that. Even when I do keep my receipts, I just put them in my filing cabinet, which is outside and mm-hmm. regularly gets filled up with water. Right. Uh, which is true. Uh, you know, we got uh, we have a number of questions. It's a pretty small number. This might be a pretty short show. Also, mm-hmm. I'm 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 tuckered. Yeah, it's it's late. Uh, you know, so we should uh, we should start dispensing some advice to people before. But, uh, but before uh, first, Roy. First, yes. Let's have a cocktail. Let's. 
You made the cocktail tonight, Roy. I did. This, this is one of my favorite cocktails. And uh, do you want me to explain yeah, how to make it? it? Uh, first of all, this is really important. You need a large glass. You're dripping water onto your iPad. No, I didn't. It's okay. fine. Um, you need a large glass, large enough to hold an entire beer. I'm pretty sure that what we're drinking out of are actually vases. No, they're glasses. We bought these one once you at IKEA at at uh, the Goodwill. <laughs> they were next to all the other vases. Yeah, and actually, you know, if if you can use a vase, it's probably good. Uh, you put a full beer in there with some ice cubes. I put in about half a lime. What would a vase store be called? Vaseria. Vases of death. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Uh, about vase. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nicholas Cage and John Travolta in Vase Off. Yes. No, Vase Slash Off. Uh, that'd be a good name mm-hmm. for a vase store. Yeah, that would be. Mm-hmm. For a vase store, yeah. Ming the Merciless. Oh, of Ming, yes, Ming yes, yeah. yeah. yeah um, got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, um, uh, <laughs> vase Camp. Because mm-hmm. it'd be like yep. Space Camp or, yeah, exactly. or Base Camp or... Where you accidentally go up into the vase store? Yeah, vase ace. <laughs> I kept uh, making space camp jokes. Like whenever we were on the aircraft carrier, I was like, I wonder if this is going to be like space camp and suddenly this aircraft carrier is going to launch into space. And then when we were on the submarine, I said, I wonder if this is going to be like space camp and the submarine will launch into space and then we'll have to have a real space mission. Right. Anyway, continue your and story about happen? the cocktail. I'm sorry. No, it didn't. We're still here on Earth. Oh. <laughs> um. I didn't even mention the name of the cocktail. It's uh, Michelada. Um, or a cerveza preparada. Yes. Or a vampiros. <laughs> and it has a... I'm serious. There, there are a sure, lot of names sure. for this thing. Uh, Michelada usually connotates that it, it is uh, red. So it has some kind of tomato-based um, additive. A lot of people like to use Clamato. I personally do not use Clamato. I use the Trader Joe's uh, Bloody Mary mix, and it's basically a Bloody Mary with uh, beer. So you would use one full beer, pick your uh, favorite. Get a cheap light. one, huh? Get a cheap one. Yeah, well, like I usually a, make it with a regular, yeah, regular Mexican beer. Uh, ice, half a lime. You can rim, uh, put salt on the rim. <laughs> you can give the the glass a rim job, if you like, with some salt. And uh, put in the full beer and a little hot sauce if you would like. We put in some tapatio and uh, enjoy. And I like to use a straw to drink mine so I can drink it real fast mm-hmm. and make a new one. It's a good thing to drink. Uh, I, I, I find that if I am like at a barbecue and I want to start drinking at like 3 in the afternoon and keep drinking all night, do some of these because it's not a lot of alcohol. It's very, uh, it's very filling. It it's is. It's very refreshing. Tomato juice also really helps you with a uh, hangover, so you're kind of drinking your cure. No, I don't know if I believe that. The lycopene uh, makes it so you'll live forever? I don't know if it's going to make you live forever. It's good for your dick, though. Is lycopene good for your dick? Your prostate. What does it do to your prostate? I don't know. It keeps it from swelling. Hmm. But I think exercising, it keeps it from swelling also. Right. So make sure that you drink a lot of these and have sex with a lot of ladies. Mm-hmm. Or have sex with ladies a lot. Mm-hmm. Sure. Like a lady a lot. I'm saying. Like, yes. you don't have to have sex you, with a lot could, of different ladies. You could ladies. choose one lady and have sex with that lady a lot. Yeah. Yes. Uh, speaking of which, what do we uh, what do we got for questions here? Oh, yeah. We we have some papers here. You, you have some questions right there on a paper. On a paper? Yeah. All right. Okay. Let's see. 
Seung, do you think this is uh, Khan Noonien Seung, uh, who who, uh, yeah, who was invented a, the the robots? Yeah, he invented robots. Uh, I, Isaac Asimov's uh, pseudonym. Mm-hmm. Uh, my fiance and I have decided to hike the Inca Trail for our honeymoon. We jog regularly, but haven't been hiking or camping in many years. What sorts of things can we do to train our bodies and minds for what may be the greatest test of physical endurance we will ever experience? Uh, P.S. I sent you guys a postcard a while back, but I guess I got lost in the mail. It had a suggestion for a cocktail that the fiance made up. And then gives a recipe, which I wasn't prepared to turn the page. So sorry about those guys. Uh, it's a Hawaiian haymaker. One part white rum, one part triple sec, two parts pineapple juice. Add Hawaiian punch to taste. Maybe this is what we will oh, do. Oh, that's perfect, so, actually. Uh, we decided that next week when uh, Comic-Con is over and we're just fucking around, uh, I decided that it would be funny if we made a cocktail that you had to drink out of a whole pineapple. So, so gonna, that's the perfect Yeah, thing. we're going to make this cocktail in a, and serve it in a pineapple. Just so that, um, that sounds like the type of drink that needs a straw, though. Nah, I don't know. I think it's more fun if you actually have to drink it out of the pineapple. It just it's just gonna pour all over the place. We might as well. Sure. We're gonna have to drink these in the hot tub. We'll have to figure out how to record the show from a hot tub. Do you um, have a hot tub here? Yeah, there's a hot tub down in the common area. Oh, awesome. Yeah, which makes it even better. We'll be there with our pineapples and mm-hmm. a bunch of a bunch of and random people cords. wondering why the hell we're talking into a, a sock. Uh huh. <laughs> you know, because we'll yes. use a sock to record the podcast. Um. So this is uh, this is a question that's actually uh, uh, irrelevant uh, to me right now because I'm uh, about because to you're go, getting married. Yeah, I'm I'm about to get married and hiking the Inca Trail. Uh, actually, I'm going to be hiking the Inca Trail with this guy's fiance, which awkward. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, he doesn't know about it yet. We're about to go on a we're about to go on a really long hike in like a month from now. Uh, and man, am I worried? How many that days is it? It's like 25 days. No, 25 days from now. It's an 11 day, uh, 11 day, 100 mile. But uh, 11 days is a lot. Yeah, it is. Uh, man, no jerking off. Uh, there's a big group of dudes and no jerking off for 11 days. Everybody's really? gonna be. Everybody's gonna be grouchy. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't jerk off in the woods. Yeah, I mean, but you, totally, you, can, you can go. You totally can. You, uh-huh. you find a cave. You find a cave. All right. So somebody hung a necktie on the doorknob of the cave. That means we shouldn't go in there for the next forty-five minutes. Right. Uh, forty-five. I know. <laughs> well, wow. it's the. I mean, you're you're thousands oh, you're of miles nature. from porn. Yes. Right. <laughs> what it's gonna, gonna take do? you a little while. Yeah, exactly. You gotta you gotta gather some bark and form <laughs> it into the shape of a boob <laughs> uh-huh. that you can gently touch. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it feels about the same. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Um, scabby. <laughs> uh, so uh, what what uh, what I've been doing is there's a there's an exterior stairwell on this building, and I've just been walking up a whole bunch of stairs. Oh, I thought that's, that's where you've been jerking. Yeah, I've been jerking up on the stairwell. I mean, because you can see into people's apartments, and you know, there's yeah, a lot of yeah. a lot of ladies in, yeah, this, in this building. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no, it's awful. It's awful, and I'm afraid that... What's um, awful? Walking up the stairs? Yeah, man. It's like oh. the Ghostbusters. Remember Ghostbusters? Yeah. At the end? I didn't realize that, you know, it's like a thing in New York. There's buildings that don't have elevators because they were built before elevators were really oh, a right. thing, and they've never been retrofitted. So, like, right. you know, my apartment is on the sixth floor of a walk-up, and you know, mm-hmm. you got to go up six flights of stairs to get to your apartment. And Every time. F with that. With your groceries. Although, when I was in New York, 
uh, I was in New York prior to the last backpacking trip that we did, and what I did to get myself into shape for that was just took the stairs to my apartment, which was on like the 11th floor. Really? So, yeah, I, mean, I got to doing that, and it helped. Okay. Uh, take the stairs a lot. I mean, you just got to get past that, like, uh, like freaking out. I mean, if you're me, you got to get past, like, freaking out because your heart's beating really fast, and you're like, oh, fuck, that means that I'm going to die. <laughs> So in conclusion, if you want to uh, get ready for uh, a hike, you got to put a hat on your dick. Uh-huh. We, uh, sorry, some people, some people showed up at this place. We're we're sharing space. Our significant with like others, fifty people. Uh, yeah, and and then uh, we realized that we forgot to put the necktie on the door to let people know that we were masturbating into microphones. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Roy asked me if I'd ever put a hat on my dick, and I said that I've never seen a hat that small. And then he said he had a T-shirt. That was yeah, I once dead. had a little T-shirt that I acquired, which was for like an action figure. And um, do you think of your penis as an action figure? It can be an action figure. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's a flaccid figure. Sometimes, uh, do you ever put it in action figure in a little diorama of Hoth? <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Was, uh, sorry, guys, it's cold. You know, and so <laughs> <laughs> this this would be more of a threat. My my my, this is a baby wampa. Sure. It would be a full no. grown wampa if it wasn't so cold in here. Right. Uh, you know, the diorama I really like is when the Millennium Falcon lands on the asteroid. Oh, yeah? Inside mm-hmm. the worm? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, I have, there's a little miniature mil- Millennium Falcon and then the asteroid, and then you put your dick in the hole. Oh, I see. And then the exactly. Millennium Falcon f- f- sprays it's, out of your dick eye. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is pretty cool. Um, Dot com. <laughs> it, uh, you got to see the doctor about those Minox, though. <laughs> sure. <laughs> live inside there you have a bad infestation <coughs> college <laughs> college that's where you get most so minox cases that's where most people get minox for the first time <laughs> uh okay so you also uh you sent me an email with all of these other uh questions we got a lot of questions from strippers uh tonight mm-hmm. uh, i'll find them somewhere i have one yeah. Kevin asks, my mother keeps asking me for technical advice for her computer. How do I make her stop? Uh, put a dick in her mouth. <laughs> that works if it's somebody else's mother. Sure. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I, you know, I don't know. Does, uh, does your mother ask you for technical advice? Uh, you know, she does. But here's, here's what I've done. She uh, also listens to the podcast. Oh, probably not anymore. Because uh, I'm sure her phone stopped working and, and I refuse to help her with anything. Uh, what I've done is I have gotten to the point where I literally know fucking nothing about computers anymore. And so, so you can't actually yeah, help I'm, anyone? I am just an entirely inappropriate person to help mm-hmm. anyone with it. Like, basic operational stuff, like, fuck if I know. Uh, I really? Get, well, b- I mean, the thing you know is, how to plug your iTunes in. It's sort of. It, mm-hmm. uh, it's, oh, right. It doesn't really work on your computer that well. Yeah, long. it's a mess. Uh, I, I've still not moved on from Windows XP. And so, uh, like, you know, my I mom. That doesn't really mean a lot to me. My mom has a new computer. Well, imagine Sounds I was extreme, using. though. Imagine that I was still using uh, um, a, a Lisa. A <laughs> um, Lisa? Yeah. Well, okay. You don't even know any. You don't even know about Mac history. Man, what? No, I mean, if you said a Newton. Roy, I need you to watch a documentary about Steve Gobbs. <laughs> um, like the, the Pirates of Silicon Valley, starring uh-huh. Noah Wiley and Anthony Michael Hall, uh, where they, they get into a fight. I forget what that movie's about. And I, also I history. Right. Um, it's okay. It's the 70s. It's not history. <clears throat> it's not history yet. It's not history until we're all dead. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a period of time is only history when everyone who was born then is dead. Uh, well, no. So I, I don't know anything about Windows Some kind of slate 7. or something. Chalk. And so my mom has a Windows 7 computer, and whenever she okay. asks, what, like, how do I do I'm like, I don't know. I don't know, Mom. I'm sorry. I don't huh. know. My mother has a lot of uh, questions that I can actually answer, but most of the time she's asking me over the phone. It's like, what color should this computer be if it's going to match the drapes? Yeah, I always know if, if the computer is going to match the curtains or, or the drapes. Most of the time they don't. Um, I mean, for a while, you, everybody had those beige drapes, and mm-hmm. then it was like, ah, black drapes are in style for a yeah, while, but that didn't last very long. Flower pattern and, drapes yeah, and yeah. turquoise ones, mm-hmm. and then they got those smoke-colored ones. Um, yeah, so she saves up all of her questions, and I, with the rudimentary information that I have about computers, I can actually help her, but it is really hard over the phone to do that. You can actually understand it when your mom talks, which is an advantage that <laughs> sure. you have over most that people. You do need to do that in order to help her. Uh, you have those conversations in Espanol. Does Spanish even have words for computer concepts? You know, it, it does, but a lot of them are still based on the English terms. Do they call um, a mouse a chicharone? <laughs> yes. How did you know? <laughs> Just a lucky guess. No, it is called a mouse, but in Spanish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Visagd von Mouse of Spanish. Uh, raton. That's a rat, isn't it? No, rata is rat. Oh, rata. Oh, so it's like a lima is a lime and limon is lemon. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, you're getting it. C- no, it, and what am I thinking of? A cigar and cigarro mm-hmm. and cigarrillo. Uh, well, yeah, but most people just say uh, cigarro is a cigarette. Yeah. Puro would be a cigar. Okay. Like a pure cigarette mm-hmm. is a cigar. A del Toro. Uh-huh. Uh huh. What do you uh, do? You uh, what? How do you say hard drive in Spanish? I don't know how you say hard drive. Uh, how do you say a uh, USB uh, stick? Manejando fuerte. <laughs> USB. <laughs> I think that's a movie, actually. Manejando fuerte, not not USB. Um. <laughs> so what's our advice? I don't know, man. <laughs> we don't fucking know. Stop knowing so much about computers. Yeah, or or stop being such a good son. D- start being more oh. like Macaulay Culkin in The Good Son, and yeah. like uh, make a make a crossbow out of junk and kill a dog with it. Oh right, but th- but then it gets thrown off the cliff, and then your mom will alert. your mom will be all creeped out, and she won't call you anymore for for uh, technical support <laughs> or your birthday. Uh, uh, Mercedes writes I've decided this was named Mercedes Uh, I'm moving in I'm moving in with my boyfriend soon how do I keep the love alive I would like to keep having sex with him have Hmm. you ever had a problem where you move in with somebody and then you don't have sex with them anymore not my boyfriend anymore I haven't haven't had any problems like that either Uh, no for for me it hasn't I mean your schedules change right so so there is something that at least I've experienced where uh, when you're dating and having sex with someone, you're, at least for me, is you're saving up all of that time that you're going to spend together. So, like on a weekend, you know, it's very exciting. Right. And if you only you, if you only see somebody once a month, you are definitely going to fuck them every time you see them. Sure. Or right. once a week, or or, or whatever, a, twice a week, a couple hours. But then when you're living together, um, I think that you don't think you know, about it all the time. 
No, you don't. You're not. You're not like getting. And it's weird. Like you don't have any level of frustration building up. Here's a here's a tip for ladies though. Uh, all right, ladies. Anytime you want a guy to have sex with you, mm-hmm. uh, just touch his dick. Because mm-hmm. that will pretty much that will pretty much lead into him having sex with you. You can you also just say, "Let's have let's sex. have sex," and he'll say, "Okay." I mean, there was one time I was close to saying no because I had already were, started washing the you dishes. Were washing the dishes, yeah. Have I told you? Yeah, this you before? have told me that story. Okay, did yeah. I say it on the air? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. Well, once I was washing the dishes, and my wife told me I would like to have sex with you right now, and I said, oh, "But I already started washing the dishes." But then, uh, you know, two then seconds realize, later, yeah, I decided minute, this is yeah, stupid. What am I, what am I doing? Yeah. And then we went and had sex, and mm-hmm. and problem solved. And you used a uh, dish detergent as lube, mm-hmm. and that was weird. Yeah, but you know, it really got the spots out. Your dick got all wrinkly. <laughs> yeah. You ended up with dishpan dick. You should have used palm olive. I should have. I should have soaked in it. Dishpan Dick sounds like the name of a detective. I. It sounds like a a type of music yeah. to me. Like mm-hmm. like skiffle. <laughs> skiffle music. Yeah. We uh, we watched a we watched a documentary in which. Uh, uh, oh, th- is this a thing? I don't. I don't. Yeah, know skiffle, about was skiffle. What, skiffle was what, like the the Quarrymen was a skiffle band. Like, it it, it was like just some sort of like proto rock in Britain. I don't. I don't exactly understand it. Huh. Okay. Um, is it a proto ska? Sort of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway, d- like seriously, if you're a girl and you're living with a guy and you want to just touch his dick, like. You don't always have to just touch his dick. But you can. It, like, oh, sure. This is what I'm saying. Like, if if your problem is you mm-hmm. want a guy to have sex with you and he's not having sex with you right now, just have sex with him. Like, it, it's not. Unless he is, like. Mm-hmm. In the middle of like, I don't know, trying to set the Guinness World Record for fastest jigsaw puzzle solve or something that requires a bunch of concentration. Like if sure. it, if like you know he's laying in bed reading a book, just touch his dick, mm-hmm. and then you'll be having sex. I would also have to amend that with, um, it's also okay that you're not having sex every night. No, it's not. You really think so? You think you have to have sex every night? No. Okay. So then it's okay. Well, I, but I don't think that I'm okay. I mean, I, I, oh, I, yeah, you I think, think that you I have think a decidedly a, unhealthy a problem approach here. to these yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. Oh, I see. What's the matter with me? Like, I, so I think about, like, imagine me when you I was 13. washing the dishes so When much. I was 13, what would I have said to myself? I was like, someday you will, you know, there will be a time where you could probably have sex if you wanted to, but you'll just be like, eh, I'd rather, I'd rather play, uh, I'd rather play a game on my iPhone. And then my 13-year-old self would be like, what oh, the fuck that- is an iPhone? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That sounds really awesome. And you could have invented that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I would like to play one right now. Oh, I had the best idea today. Uh, so one of the things that they're selling at Comic-Con is an exclusive uh, Hot Wheels uh, die cast, uh, like apparently foot-long uh, the De- DeLorean, the DeLorean right? from yeah. Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, we were talking about like, you know, how, how good of a replica is it and whether you know, if you could actually, if it could actually travel through time. Oh, but it can only take yeah, action figures so this is or what whatever. I would do. This is what I would do. I would buy all of them and I would just start sending them forward in time to random years and random places with a note inside that said please return with the cure for cancer because it would probably work right and then i could invent the cure for cancer and save everybody's life oh that's great yeah oh and i mean also get rich and probably laid a lot Mm -hmm. but i don't know i you know you don't have to do it like every day 
Please return. We were going Do you to think uh, they'd return it. All of them? I don't know. Hmm. I thought I was hoping maybe one of them would. I don't know mm-hmm. what would you do? What well, would why, you do? Why, so why, what would you do if you were if you were at if you were in your house and suddenly a tiny DeLorean just appeared on tracks of flame in your living room and you opened the door, the gullwing door and it went fsh when he did it because that was cool That's and some, great. there was some steam like there was a and like there was some dry ice in out. the back. A and tiny was fly a, came out. Yes, a tiny yeah. <laughs> Marty the fly <laughs> came out. <laughs> came out. Uh I mean, Jeff Goldblum, uh-huh. the wearing a, came out. some kind of vest, an inflatable vest. Uh, no, and there was a note inside that was like, please send me, uh, I don't know, the recipe for, send me a Hershey bar. And because this was somebody from like the 1600s oh. who, if he learned how to make Hershey bars, would be like a god among men, right? right? right. Why wouldn't you send him a Hershey no, not, bar? Not the I mean, time the, machine. The cure for the cure for cancer is is well, equivalent in the future. Sure. You know, it's like but, you go to Circle K and get, oh, fuck, I've got cancer again. I guess I better run to the 7-Eleven. You guys need anything while I'm there? No. Well, you know, uh, perpetual motion machine and uh, some, you know, some of that, uh, some of those eye drops some that fusion. turn lead into gold. Uh, I think that if you sent your DeLorean to the future, whoever would find it would want to send it to the future so that they could get the new cure for cancer themselves. Oh, like the future future. Yeah, the future cancer. Like a cooler. Uh, yeah. Give me something that is a cure for cancer and makes my dick bigger. Because mm-hmm. yeah. that's the secret they're trying to, they're trying to crack. When, uh, yeah. They got this cancer thing ironed out, but sure. nobody's ever figured out the secret of making a tiny scientist dick bigger. <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh, so, uh, yeah, good, good, uh, good, good question. <laughs> Thank you, Mercedes. Uh, Dallas writes, "How do I quit my job as a stripper?" Uh, well, what is the best way to do that? I mean, you're always putting yourself through college, uh, right? So you could graduate and mm-hmm. get a job as a scientist. No, but uh, see, if you're a lady scientist, it doesn't matter that you have a tiny dick. You can just focus on uh, curing sure. cancer, like Marie Curie did. Mm-hmm. Marie Curie. So she's more or less focused on giving cancer. herself cancer. Yeah. Right. That was the joke. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, this is a good joke. Sir, uh, like a Vladimir Asbestos. <laughs> Did you know that Asbestos is a fuck? Like it's it's just a mineral. Like it's a, it exists. They mine it. Oh, I didn't know that. No, it's like I it's just it was a something thing that rats made. No. <laughs> yes, rats. Uh, the, the 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 rats from rats that smoke cigarettes. Yeah. They, they, the rats from NIM that have become super intelligent. And, you know, they're uh-huh. like those chimpanzees that learn how to smoke cigarettes. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And Project X. Mm-hmm. They're, they're constantly biopsying. <laughs> there's, there's, there's the rat cancer ward. Mm-hmm. And asbestos is made out of their lung biopsy samples. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is, is the head of that the king? I mean, that would still be in uh, nature. <laughs> that would still mm-hmm. be a naturally occurring sure. element, right? No, no, but uh, you know, if someone uh, quits their job in disgust, they usually take whatever they do and throw it on the ground and run out. Do you think a stripper would just like take her top and throw it down and then run out? Well, that's what you do while you're working. I mean, yeah. Maybe so, she what like, do you do? Like, she'd she'd take gra- her, grab clothes from the audience, put it on, and pull, then walk out. Yeah, or pull out her implants. No, throw mm-hmm. throw them down and stomp on them with her 14 inch glass stiletto heels that has the goldfish in it. They're probably not glass. Mm-hmm. That, that seems like a terrible, a terrible idea. Uh, unless your stripper name is Cinderella. Mm, but yeah. this one's name is Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought you said it was Mercedes. No, Mercedes oh, was the Mercedes one who was moving was in with her boyfriend. Dallas, yeah, Dallas, Dallas is the one who wants to quit her, quit mm-hmm. her job as a stripper. Uh, I mean, you know, save up enough money that you can uh, get 
you know, I mean, strippers make a lot of money. Here's here's what you do. Sure. Go. Don't get addicted to uh, drugs. Yeah, go an entire right? week without buying any meth, and then mm-hmm. you'll have like a million dollars. Meth is really cheap. You'd have like 40 bucks. Oh, yeah? If yeah. you went an entire week without doing meth, you'd only have 40 uh, bucks. Maybe 100. Well, I, I mean, know. 40 bucks is like first, last, and security deposit on like a real shitty apartment. So mm-hmm. <laughs> you could. A forty dollar apartment. Well, no, it'd be like a fifteen dollar apartment, right? If that was oh, two, right, right, two right. months rent plus the security yeah. deposit. Uh-huh. Um, it's yeah, a step up from a Roach Motel. <laughs> yeah, from a literal Roach Motel. Yeah. This, is, this is at least twice as much floor space as a two by three inch box. Uh, uh, Melanie writes: I have a friend who needs to get a job. How do I advise her to get off her ass? And, uh, oh, without being an ass, I mistyped this. You did. <laughs> Get off her ass without being an asshole. I don't know. Can I, you? How do you uh, get anybody to, one. how do you get anybody to do anything without being an asshole? I've never I figured out know. a way. So my solution is to just be <laughs> no. an asshole. You're pretty good at it. You uh, you get people to do stuff. Sort of. But so, I, then I, then I, then I hate myself cause I have to be an asshole to get anybody to do anything. Yeah. But, but you get things done. I suppose. You know? Get the biz done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so just say like, look, you need to get off your ass, fatty. Say that. Say fatty. That you think that's gonna motivate yeah, someone? Motiv- to- that'll motivate somebody. <laughs> oh, I'll get a job so that no yeah, one calls me so fatty. I can, I'll get it. So I, I need to get a job that pays me at least forty dollars so I can afford some meth. Lose the lose my freshman ten. I I I don't know that you can get someone or make someone get a job. Right. Well, I mean, if you're like, if you're their dad, sure, you, you say, could kick them out. You can't drive the car anymore unless right. you get a job. Yeah, that's true. That's what my dad said. Mm-hmm. He said, "You can't drive the car anymore unless you get a job." So I okay. got a job, and then I kept driving a car. Oh, at the movie theater. Uh, no, I got a job where washing dishes at a barbecue restaurant. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. I did that and for a the year. Movie theater. I did that for an entire year. Yeah, it was gross. I had was this it? pair of Reeboks. That at the end of that year was, I think, the foulest smelling thing I have ever owned. Really? And I own a significant number of like things Foul that are made things. out of poop. So, uh-huh. yeah, it's... You know, my, my first real job was also washing dishes, mm-hmm. and I really enjoyed it. Yeah? Ex- yeah? You liked listening to the Bob Marley? No, that, that was at a different place, which I did not enjoy. The dishwashers there love listening to Bob Marley, which is why I don't enjoy listening to Bob Marley now. Uh, you know, it was weird. I, I ended up uh, with a tremendous amount of exposure to like classic rock as a result of that job mm. because nobody really liked the classic rock station, but it was the only radio station that no one who worked there hated. I see. Right? And it was like the the cook, all he ever wanted to listen to was Pantera. All I ever wanted to listen to was They Might Be Giants. Uh-huh. And I fucking hated Pantera. And he right. hated, I mean, as any person who likes Pantera would, hated They Might right. Be Giants. And so we just listened to the classic rock station. And so it's like, I I know the, one person who likes both. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Who's that? Our friend Tristan. Oh, yeah? From school. He's a big fan of Pantera. You know, oh, man, speaking of which, uh, he I remember him being a big fan of ministry. I bought uh, yeah, I bought is. Psalm 69 on iTunes the other day, and I listened to it while I was cooking some pasta. Oh, sweet. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I'm going to throw this pasta into this dish hard. Yeah. <laughs> and then the sirens Do you think it helps? There were some klaxons, and I was frying <laughs> up some ground beef. <clears throat> Do you think it helped with your cooking? I think so, yeah. Really? I think it gave me a rhythm. Hmm. It made me get my cooking done Were a lot the flavors faster. more intense? Oh, yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
harder tasted, tasted faster. like a new world order uh, and then the guy from butthole surfers uh did all the lyrics to jesus built my hot rod mm-hmm. i didn't know that that was that guy i didn't know that That guy's either. fucking crazy have you ever seen that guy like interviewed no he's a fucking lunatic really yeah like seriously just it seems like he's not paying any attention to what the interviewer is saying is really yeah he's like crazy dude not like tori amos crazy just like uh dangerous crazy yeah yeah no like you'd be scared if you huh. were like even in broad don't daylight, hang out with him. even if you were in broad daylight in a crowd and you ran into that guy you would try to get away from him really i think is my wow. impression tori amos is uh yeah she's a like a very strange particular type of crazy. yeah it's like she you you get the feeling that maybe one of her parents was from fairy sure yeah I, it's still a crazy you'd want to fuck but i guess sort of I don't know. Right? she's getting pretty yeah. old well you know i mean the context she spent a lot of years with a piano bench in there too it might be all yeah it might be all stretched out because <laughs> of the piano bench <laughs> I I don't know. I she wears it. She uses uh-huh. a special piano bench that actually goes into her vagina. Uh huh. Hel- helps your seen, concentration. You've seen the shows. Yeah, I've I've seen her a few times. You're right. That was weird. Uh, I, for whatever reason, I ended up seeing Tori Amos live. I think six or seven times. Oh, I never almost saw her that many, much. I think I saw her three or four times before <laughs> I I gave up. I've also, for whatever reason, seen the Steve Miller Band live. Like you five, know, five I've or never six seen times. the Steve Miller Band, Steve and Miller I would Band. love to see the Steve Miller Band. Steve Miller Band is pretty good. Yeah, but, you know, it's 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 exactly what it says on the tin when you mm-hmm. go to that show. It's just Steve Miller playing a bunch of songs, and if you're if it's like the first time you've been to a Steve Miller show, you're like the fuck all of these songs are steve miller yeah they're all great yeah yeah is he still making new music i don't think so no i hope not why well I don't because know that, it won't be as good as what no, what he created i don't know man Time big old jet air, big old jet airliner abra it's, it's awesome yeah i agree yeah I, in fact we should go find a steve let's miller concert now playing. let's figure out where he's go. playing yeah Mm-hmm. He's always playing. He always plays the state fair. I, f- I keep forgetting to go to the state fair. Well, and I should go. You got to get some deep fried hominy. I don't think they have deep fried hominy. Deep fried hominy. <laughs> That'd be weird. It would be weird. How <laughs> about deep fried grits on a <laughs> stick? Just a bowl, a bowl of grits, and we bread it. We drop the whole thing in the fryer. <laughs> well, that's kind of like falafel, isn't it? Uh, well, oh, yeah, I guess sort it is. Of. Yeah, weird. Huh. I think you got a new. You uh, just you invented a d- new thing. Figured out a way to get uh, the get the population of the Midwest into falafel. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <clears throat> um, all right. Uh, Ro- Rotunda says, uh, "How do I overcome the extreme laziness that causes me to buy canned soup and hummus instead of buying groceries and cooking them?" Well, you could start small. You could uh, start making things. So this guy... Uh, like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. So this guy, uh, what he... We had this vision of, uh, of uh, we throw a Thanksgiving dinner. This, this is actually Riff that asked this question. <laughs> some of you, some of our listeners... I thought uh, you were trying to of, protect him. I was trying Rotunda. to protect him, but, but <laughs> that was, it was a stripper name. Rotunda is a good stripper name, right? Yes, it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Like the Capitol Dome loves it large. <laughs> like her, I mean, her boobs are like are like the Capitol Dome. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm. Each of them hard, <laughs> hard like pennies. Yeah, no, there no buildings are allowed to be taller than her boobs. It's a law. Uh, okay, so so we have this vision of uh, inviting Riff to a potluck, 
and what Riff shows up with to the Pollock is a tray on which there are maybe like 20 uh, cans of soup that he's just opened. <laughs> and they're just cold. Yeah, because he'll just, he'll open a can of like corn chowder, like a, like a, like Campbell's Chunky, not condensed soup. Mm-hmm. Because that would yeah, be too much cooking. It's a so prepared, like a prepared soup. Prepared soup. Let's just open a can of it and just eat it cold, and mm-hmm. that's his, that's most of his meals. And, and read his blogs. Yeah, and I, you know, I don't know what to. Well, you have to prepare a meal or plan a meal around um, not being in front of a computer in order to consume it. I feel. You think? You have to start there. I still eat some. I st- I st- occasionally cook a meal and eat it in front of a computer. Yes, but you're already at the level where you're cooking meals. Okay. I, I think you need to because he's he's choosing. You know, a, a can of soup. You can just open that up and eat it, and you don't have to move. Yeah. Sometimes a jar of fruit. Uh, like sure. What'd you have for dinner? Mandarin oranges. <laughs> like. Sure. I mean, it's you know he has a real uh, apocalyptic type of diet. Yeah, you know, you imagine you imagine like the protagonist of that uh, the, the, the David Byrne song where he's, he got some peanut butter. Oh, sure. Food for a couple of days, like yeah. uh, that's really the way that he approaches uh, life during war. Approaches things. Mm-hmm. So you could start out by like say mixing. You, you so you buy a can of soup and you buy some hummus and then like maybe scoop out a little bit of the soup and put it in the hummus and then scoop out a little bit of the hummus and put it in the soup mm-hmm. and then you're cooking kind of. Well, I so here part of it, I think we're missing the obvious here. If if he could make make some baby steps and take the soup and put it in a bowl and heat it up in the microwave, mm. and you could start there, right? I think part of the problem is that you have to want something better than just what it is room temperature soup <laughs> directly out of the can. Then really, he should switch to gazpacho. <laughs> you could. Yeah, I don't know. You could figure out, you could figure out a way to not be satisfied with that, and mm-hmm. then you'd have you'd have an internal a reason to sort of intrinsic motivation. More. Yeah, to mm-hmm. to, to do because you know it's like I eat at re- like I eat I probably eat the majority of my meals at restaurants at this point, right? Mm-hmm. I guess that might not be true. I mean, I I, eat, I don't, but you know, I make lunch at the office, but I I pretty much go out to dinner every night. If I if I make dinner, it's a it's a rare occasion. Sure, and, you know, and that's just it's kind of laziness. What is that for you? Uh, it's yeah. kind of laziness, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, I or planning it out. I mean, it is work. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I like I dated this girl a couple of years ago who was like just really big into like she would she would go to the grocery store. And then she would make a dinner, and then part of making that dinner would be to portion out several lunches out of that dinner. And like, you know, okay, so this is what I'll have for dinner tomorrow is the rest of this, and then I'll keep keep some pieces of sure. it aside mm-hmm. to take to work for lunch. I was just like, I cannot imagine applying that level of sort of logistical control to something as pedestrian as eating. Hmm. Right. Well, I guess I, but, that's that you're thinking of eating as pedestrian. But, this, but I do. But at the same time, I want good food. I'm not. Ju- I, I'm. Mm-hmm. I, I used to. I used to very much be like, you know, this is just fuel. So whatever crap is fine. But then it's like, you know, I started getting middle aged, and that's a good way to become a, a big old fat gutted fatty. Sure. And so like, or not uh, get further. Yeah. And so you, you know, you wanna, you wanna like, well, okay, I should probably eat something that's not gonna make me have a heart attack at forty. Also, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you start freaking out about shit like that. So, you know, it's like, uh, I don't know, man. Eat, I, I do that. I mean, I'll make meals and 
use the rest for lunches the what next you day. What you have for lunch is super weird a lot of the time, you know? It's well, like, that's oh, because this is I'm like making a, it out of meals. Right, but this, your, previous your meals evening. are also very haphazard. Like, you know, it's like, all right, so this is like a bunch of, it has a lot of cabbage, I think. That's um, not true. You do, uh, you put hot dogs in almost everything. That is true. Mm. Mm, I, look, I, I put it in like 60% of, of meals. Well, okay. It's a lot more hot dogs than most people eat, I think. Really? But you never just eat. Okay. I, I hardly ever see you just eat a hot dog. It's always like you're going to slice up a hot dog and put it in your... I like it in stuff. I don't like... Your ginger paste or whatever. Your, sure. You know, your, your, your miso loaf. <laughs> yeah, I like making miso loaf a lot with hot dogs. Your chilaquiles. Mm-hmm. Uh, chilaquiles con salchicha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's weird. Um, yeah, man, I don't, I don't know. Go to... Like... He was talking today about how he doesn't really eat meat. Like, like we went to this, we went to this restaurant where you just get a piece of meat, and then there's grills in the restaurant, and you cook it yourself. So I was like, hey, let's pay extra to do the restaurant's job. But the place is pretty good. They have good macaroni and cheese. But uh, he you was know, like, he didn't get a steak. He didn't get a meat. He was like, yeah, I don't really, I don't really eat a lot of meat because I don't cook. And so, huh? Interesting. You know, it's like I wouldn't have thought you don't that get like a reason a, to not like a eat pre-made a lot of can of steak. Mm-hmm. They don't have that. Well, you you were really fond of those uh, frozen dinner Salisbury steaks for a while. Was I it? mean a long time ago? Yeah, like ten yeah. years ago. Sure. Yeah, I did like a, when you didn't know any better. Well, right. I mean, I ate a lot of Michelina's uh, sure. macaroni and cheese with jalapeno yeah. nuggets or whatever. I will cook larger things now. You know, like I, I do try to plan things out where I will cook a, a larger ingredient like a turducken sure like beans or rice or you know something like that something large in general like a fetal pig inside a cornish game hen Mm -hmm. yeah inside of a whole goat i do kind of want to roast a goat on a spit yeah i want to be there when you do that Mm -hmm. and eat some of it and help i actually talked to a, a friend of mine about this uh mike who is a listener of the show, and and thanks a lot, Mike, for listening. Does but he raise goats? No, but he's really into barbecue and really good at it. And I was talking to him uh, about how in our neighborhood there's like a um, Middle Eastern African uh, grocery store, and sometimes they sell whole skin goats that are already cleaned. Oh, so it doesn't have the eyes and stuff. Yeah, it does. Oh, seriously? Yeah. <laughs> And uh, I was talking to him, to him about this, and he was saying how, you know, if I ever decide to do this, uh, we should go in on it and, you know, like plan a party. And okay, so here's something that I've been it. wanting for my entire life uh, is uh, a, a leather, head. No, a leather jacket mm-hmm. uh, with goat skulls mounted on each shoulder. Really? So we'd have to jacket. do this twice? Yeah. Okay. I'm there. Okay. I will pay for both of those goats <laughs> if you will sew their skulls onto my leather jacket. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> How expensive they are, but I think they're somewhat expensive. No, they couldn't be that much. I don't know. I mean, it can't, okay. okay, where else am I going to get this jacket? Sure, that's true. Right. You're right. Um, uh, let's see. Special K says, what places should I see before I die, and what places should I avoid? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you should, go see, uh, you should go see the catacombs in Paris. Oh, because, I haven't seen those. Yeah, you go down, you go down like a hundred foot spiral staircase, and then you walk like half a mile through this crazy corridor, and then millions of skulls. Millions? Is literally, it millions? Liter- it is literally millions of skulls. It is wow. literally like multiple millions of corpses uh, that were disinterred in like the 1600s, 
as part of like a public works project and placed in these old limestone quarries. And it's just really? like big room with like these pillars. And then, so what they did was they took all the leg bones and the skulls and they made like walls of, of like stacked like cordwood between the pillars and then filled in the space between those walls of leg bones and skulls with all the other bones, the little rib bones really? and pelvises and broken bones and shit. Yeah. It is amazing. It is, okay. it is the craziest thing. Like it is not a place that I would have believed existed until I saw it. Wow. So see that, see the Grand Canyon. Grand Canyon is pretty mm -hmm. impressive. I would say White Sands, New Mexico. Oh yeah, I've never mm -hmm. been to White Sands, New it's Mexico. Beautiful. Go to uh, go to the Trinity site and get some uh, green glass. Uh, uh, I, um, I've never been to the Trinity at, site. Adamantium. I really want to go to the Trinity site. They only uh, that's the place where they detonated the first uh, mm -hmm. nuclear device. Yeah. Um, you're not allowed to touch that stuff. Anymore, I don't think though. you're allowed to take it with you anymore. You're not supposed to. The the only way that you can get there is by like twice a year they have a day where you can go and there's like a military escort like really? people, people get together and the, there's like a convoy that leads uh -huh. out to it um <clears throat> yeah i don't know what, what else is cool uh go to go to the swiss alps because you won't even believe that shit it's yeah, like a, it looks you like go a there train and it looks set. like it looks like a it looks fake it's so mm. beautiful that you were like what the this can't be real this is like sure this is like it's like i stepped into a thomas kincaid painting mm-hmm <laughs> yeah Light, light shining out of it. I know. There's light shining out of everything. Um, I would say, I mean, from my experiences, uh, seeing the Temple of the Sun in Mexico uh, is worth worth seeing. Also seeing the sun calendar stone. If you see uh, one of those uh, Mayan uh, pyramids, like you can see that right before you die if you, uh, if you are a sacrifice. Oh, yes. Yeah. Right before, try, right before try the, to go back the, in time right for that. Right before the priest cuts your heart out with a bone. It'd be Aztec. A bone knife. I guess Mayans also had uh, human sacrifice. I don't know. Which one threw your head through the basketball court? They Neither. <laughs> they didn't have basketball. Okay. Which one, which one played soccer with your testicles? Neither. They didn't have testicles. <laughs> they played uh, They played Hialeah with your eyes. I've always wanted to play Hialeah. Have you ever played Hialeah? I haven't ever played Hialeah. It seems yeah. like a good way to get your teeth knocked out. Yeah, but, but it's like the closest regular sport to a Tron sport that exists. I mean, if you could play Hialeah and anytime you hit part of the ground, it would disappear. Yeah. Then that'd be terrible. No, that'd be that'd terrifying. Be terrifying. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't do that at all. What, what if uh, below it, what you fall into is like... This gigantic bed filled with, with uh, whores. Na na yeah, naked people of your choice. Pillows and whores. Uh-huh. All right, that's okay. Okay. Yeah, all right. But then what's the incentive to win? Well, <laughs> you also get to go to that Yeah, you also, place. yeah, but you get twice as many whores. <laughs> I see. Uh, or what maybe places should, should, should he avoid? Uh, have a soup pie. The the village at the bottom of Havasupai Canyon. It it was really beautiful though, like the, the actual the, falls. Once and you stuff. got down past the village, mm -hmm. uh, but being in that village was, I think, the worst, the was worst, like, one of the yeah. worst experiences of my yeah, life. They weren't very nice. I mean, that's what you get when uh, you know you subjugate and you know effectively nearly commit complete genocide against a culture, and then like, oh hey, well, where should we put these? Where should we put the rest of these people? Maybe at the bottom of this giant fucking ditch. So they can live in squalor and yell at everybody who walks past uh, them. They, they actually don't live in squalor anymore. They, they they've done oh, fairly have they well. Casinos? From, have they opened casinos? Now? No, just from the tourist industry to have a soup eye. Have a soup eye is really beautiful. Uh, you could helicopter in. 
Uh, okay, you could. Also, you, that way you don't run out of water the way that we did. Yeah, and cigarettes. You know, so yeah, you we can, did run out of cigarettes. You can get some cigarettes from the donkey caravan. Uh-huh. Um, you know, there aren't a lot of places that I feel like I would avoid. You know, there are certain restrooms that I've been in that I would have avoided, uh, maybe in certain clubs. There's once this club that I went to in, in where was it? It was in Barcelona. And it was really scary, and it was like this underground club, somebody's b- illegal bar, and the restroom was upstairs, and it was lit by one dim black light, and it didn't have any doors. And that was very scary. I would avoid that place. <laughs> okay. Uh, St. Louis? I would avoid St. Louis, I think, if I... All of St. Louis? Yeah. East St. Louis, too? Yeah, East St. Louis is, uh, East St. Louis is terrible. East okay. St. Louis is like... like East St. Louis is like worse if there was a regular war, if there was Louis? a war in Detroit. Yeah, like East St. Louis is the bad part of St. Louis, and huh. St. Louis is the bad part of the earth. I see. It's, I'm sure there's some huh. great things in St. Louis. I mean, Six Flags Over Mid America is in mm-hmm. St. Louis, but it's it's a terrible. Isn't that place. arch in St. Louis? Uh huh. Not worth seeing. Uh, I don't the know. Arch. I don't know. I mean, it's a big arch. Mm-hmm. I apparently went up in it uh, prenatally. How do you get up in it? There's an elevator. How does the elevator? It's an arch. So how does the elevator get to the top? Some there? kind of curved elevator. I don't know. Huh? I'm. Sh- you know, we've had a lot of years to perfect the engineering of things like that. I haven't done anything about that. <clears throat> Brooklyn writes: A friend of mine is going through a divorce, and I want to know when it's okay to reestablish a friendship with her ex-husband. Boy, I don't know. I don't have any idea on this man. Uh, I would have to say, ten years. No, I, d- I don't know. It, it really, I would give it some time, but I would have to say when um, the, I guess the wife and the husband are okay. And if that never happens, then you're other. not allowed to be friends with them? No, I guess that's not true. That wouldn't be fair, right? But it, it does complicate things because then you have to plan, you know, if you're friends with both of these people, you have to plan one thing that this person can go to and another thing that this person can go into. Or you just pick which one you like better and only ever invite them. Sure, but it would be. See, I feel like I made it easier. My divorce was, I think, uh, an opportunity for all of my friends to stop hanging out, having to talk to your ex-wife. Stop having to hang out with my ex-wife. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, that was that. That worked out really well for everyone. (laughs) Well, almost everyone. Well, you don't have to hang out with her either. That's true. So always worked look out on the, for you. Always look on the bright side. Um, that, that's a hard one, right? You, you really have to gauge um, how your friend is with their ex-husband or wife, right? I, I've forgotten what if it said. Ex-husband. Ex-husband. <clears throat> um, I am absolutely terrible at stuff like that. I, mm-hmm. you know, It's one of those things where it's like, boy, why can't everybody just be honest all the time? Mm-hmm. That would make things easier. But I no, th- it doesn't. I think it would depend on the circumstances of the divorce also. What if it was like people who still liked each other and they still wanted to live together and like have sex and have children and stuff. But they were just like, no, you know, marriage just wasn't for us. Uh huh. Oh, they just got divorced and continued. Yeah, yeah. They were like, well, we wanted to see what getting a divorce was like. You know, oh, we'll right. Because they want the full experience yeah, of marriage yeah. and divorce is part of that. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Well, then I, I guess you can hang out with them immediately. Sunshine writes, I have laminated a bunch of pages to help me learn Arabic. I have 12 lamination pockets remaining and use of a lamination machine for about one more week. What should I laminate? I don't know if we hit this window. 
Oh yeah, man. Yeah, the, this question might have might be too late, but if you still have use of this la- lamination machine, um, I used to use this at work because I worked for Trader Joe's and I was a sign maker, and we would have to laminate uh, signs. And I once caught this really big fly in the sign room, slash break room, slash uh, food preparation room. And I put it in the one of the lamination pockets and put it through the lamination machine. And it was amazing. <laughs> it was full of little baby maggots, I think. <laughs> <laughs> baby flies, baby maggots. Um, and then I gave it uh, to my ex-girlfriend as a uh, bookmark. Wow. I, did it like flatten out? It, yeah, it went through. It, it crunched it uh, and flattened it out and sealed it and um the the ex-girlfriend actually who i was still friend am still friends with um actually wanted it and she thought it was cool and she used it as a bookmark that's i think the worst story (laughs) the worst story yeah oh Uh, uh, what about all that semen you've been saving (laughs) oh right i should laminate that it would be sealed better yeah i wouldn't have to worry about the gas escaping yeah that that way in the future if you wanted to have children and you're current sperm you know like the sperm inside of you wasn't viable anymore you could just use the lamination mm-hmm. sperm right because of all my because of all my radiation experiments with the delorean uh-huh the uh At man the, the other site the other night when i was uh the other night uh i mean this was like three weeks ago uh-huh. uh i went out on i went out on one of my scorpion hunts which i do to keep the keep the scorpion population down keep the boredom at bay <laughs> yeah uh no just to just to uh you know keep my desire to kill satiated yes i gotta i gotta kill so many things and if i don't kill scorpions i'm just gonna end up killing babies right a lot of babies in the neighborhood i found this scorpion and i had i had heard, you know i knew that this was a thing that can happen every once in a while but i found like a mother scorpion with a bunch of little baby scorpions on her back and mm-hmm. jesus christ that is the most horrifying thing i have ever seen all the baby it's scorpions, scary. just a, a scorpion covered in other scorpions, and then I had the cool. idea. I it's had like an idea for scorpion. for like a funny sketch on a comedy show, mm-hmm. which is just two scorpions, one on the other's back, and the premise is that like the one scorpion just wouldn't move out, and he was like still living with his mom, you know, <laughs> and except he was like a full grown scorpion, right. but his mom has to like sting stuff, and then he eats it, and she's going, oh, right. God, yeah, that's pretty mm-hmm. funny, right? This yeah, is comedy. that's pretty good. This is comedy gold. I like that. Nature uh, comedy. I should have laminated that shit, though. If mm-hmm. I liked it, I should have laminated it. Yeah, exactly. What I did was I killed it. Says. I killed it with a chisel and then freaked out because the babies were fucking Running freaked. away. Yeah, they were right? like running away, and some of them started running up the chisel. I'm like, oh, fuck. Because <laughs> they didn't know what to do. It's going to get me. Yeah, it's like, they oh, didn't man, know you were some, guy with killing a, them. some guy with a chisel just killed my mom, and now it's going to kill me. <laughs> oh, 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 I'm dead. Can't, you know, Can't um, think anymore. I, I can't really place this story, but Corinne told it to me, and it was of someone who had... Oh, it's a story from Mexico, I think. I'll go back to Roy, the I can't place is it. Is it from Mexico? <laughs> yes, don't don't try it. It has chili on it. Um, someone had seen there was a light fixture that was attached to the ceiling, and a scorpion had gotten in there, and it also had babies. So it was one adult scorpion and hundreds of little baby scorpions that are in this glass dome above like a bedroom bed. <laughs> I guess they all died in there 
uh, you know, and they found him later. But uh, she told me that it was terrifying to to behold. Yeah, uh, my my friend Josh once got a Secret Santa gift that was like a coffee cup with a dead cricket in it. <laughs> so they, really? Somebody, had, yeah. That was part of the gift. Is I the think cricket? so. Yeah. It was just no. I mean, the, the the thing that that is is good about the story is that somebody gave him this coffee cup and didn't even like check to see if it had a dead bug in it first. Like that's how much thought they put into this secret. I don't know. Uh, you know, bugs love cups. I w- I was wrapping cups for for uh, this weekend, and like three of the cups that I pulled to uh, wrap in bubble wrap, they all had potato bugs in them. Huh. What are potato bugs? They're those like little uh, armadillo type of bugs, aren't they? I think so. Or maybe those are pill pill bugs. I don't know what they are. They're little bugs. They're ro- roly polies. Okay, potato bugs are like are aren't like roly polies. Yeah, I, I think know. so. Um, <clears throat> yeah. I also laminated some leaves from my honeymoon. Oh yeah. Once. Did you laminate some pot leaves so you could put them on your trapper yeah, keeper? Yeah. Did you think? <laughs> On my trapper keeper. Yeah, when you, when you went to stoner school. Yeah. Um, that's another good TV show idea. The stoner school. Yeah. Do you learn to be a better stoner? I think so, yeah. What do the slackers do at the school? Oh, they're, they're like... Uh, they're, they're all like they're straight They're boy laced. scouts, yeah. And they, and they they go to class and stuff. They, they learn all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And they get jobs. But then the, if if they're learning properly at the school, they learn to be stoners, and then they stop. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think that's about enough of this. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm starting to get a little, I'm starting to get a little loopy with the lateness of the hour. What, uh, what would somebody do if they wanted to ask us a question, Roy? Well, I think they would first go to our website, which is advicehotdog.com, and there are links there to everything. Uh, because some people don't like using iTunes, so that you uh, get a link to the RSS feed uh, to listen to the episodes, or you could uh, go to iTunes, find us there. You can also write us to advicehotdog at gmail.com, or uh, you can follow us on Twitter at advicehotdog, or uh, go to facebook.com slash advicehotdog, or you can also call us, um, which is the telephone number. Seven six nine two one eight nine two two five. And one of these days, I'm going to check that, and we're going to have another voicemail. Sure, so sure. Uh, so if you've please, called, please, please, no please more call stories back. about diarrhea. Uh, one thing that ha- man, you know that uh, co- was it. Colin was it. Colbin, Colbin, Car- Carlsbad, mm-hmm. uh, Casey, uh, a guy. Yeah, it was Casey. Casey told us the uh, pushing on your eyebrows trick for curing the hiccups. Right. Totally fucking works. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think it, it might only work once, twice. Really? My, girl, my girlfriend got the hiccups, and I said, hey, some guy wrote into Advice Hot Dog and said, push on your eyebrows, and she did it, and she was like, dude, weird. That totally worked. And then huh. I, before we recorded the last video games, Hot Dog got like a really, really long-lasting, painful, violent case of the hiccups. Really? Tried and you my, tried that? Tried my usual stuff, and it didn't work. Pushed on my eyebrows. Just immediately went away. Wow. It was amazing. Because we, we had a, a listener write in and told us that that also worked. But then we also had another listener who said that what you should do, this was Noah, said uh, you should uh, try to gag yourself. That I don't understand why that. He, he claims that you're stopping an involuntary uh, muscle spasm with another one. Hmm. It might work. I'd so rather you, push you on my eyebrows If you had an first, orgasm, 
same thing. Sure. Oh, yeah, you can try that, too. <clears throat> so Kevin suggested a stinger that I think is the one we should use, uh, vodka or gin. Hmm. That's the stinger. Are there any drinks that mix those two? Probably. I bet a long uh, a British Russian iced tea. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have to say on, you know, straight up, I would choose gin over vodka. The The thing that I have always thought was weird about vodka is that it seems to me like the ideal vodka is a vodka that just tastes like nothing. Right. Right. The better vodka is, the more it just doesn't have a flavor mm-hmm. at all. And, you know, I don't necessarily like the flavor of gin, but at least it tastes like something. Sure. I, I don't see what the purpose. It's like um, when you get a hot sauce that is just hot and yeah, doesn't it's have just, a it's good just like flavor. Chemically, I mean, you know. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Oh. Well, that was, just, the a, same that was just a serious answer. That was boring. That was a yeah. boring stinger. Mm-hmm. Well, gin also makes you want to murder your own children if you have enough of it, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's why we should make it against the law, mm-hmm. uh, especially brewing it in a bathtub mm-hmm. on Gin Street. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know what street they had. Gin Rummy Street. <laughs> on on Grope Cunt Lane. Did, did you ever read the Wikipedia article about Grope Cunt Lane? No. Uh, Is that a, a real lane? Well, it's a place that in English towns, they would name the street where all the brothels were Grope Cunt Lane. Wow. And a lot of them still remain as Grape Street or Grape Lane or Grope Grope Street or Grope Lane. Wow. They've they've been, you know, they've they've for the most part Are um, any of them called Grape Cant Lane? I don't know. Like uh this is where you tilt your grapes. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, that was a good story. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> Jen. Jen. All right. Well, uh folks, it's been real. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll try to get back to you uh, before the comic yeah, we'll is up. Yeah, we'll do another right? show in a week or so. And uh, until then, give us a uh, give us a ratings on yeah. iTunes. Give us a uh, give us a good review. Give us a uh, give us a shout out to your friends. Sure. Give us some yeah, questions. Get, get Send people us some listen. questions. Ask us for advice. Yeah, we need your questions. We rely on you, the mm-hmm. listeners. We do. In order for us to have, it's like to you're talk a about. contribution to public radio, except that we are not public radio, and what we need from you are questions. Yeah, and if you ask us a question, we won't like send you a fucking postcard asking you for more questions every week for the rest of your fucking life, uh, unless we say it every week when we have the podcast. Well, but we're not sending a postcard. Oh yeah, we won't send you a postcard. That's wasteful. All right. Good night, everybody. Good night. Thank you.